the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope. Let me, let me, let me keep, I gotta get, 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 get this, come on. Look at this, I gotta get in this. I saw the dead, they were great and small, they stood before the throne, the books were open, the book of life and the word of God. And the dead were judged, and the dead were judged or sentenced. The dead were sentenced by what they had done. The, the dead were judged according to what they had done as written in the books. Go back, go back. As written in the books. Go back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't move it. Don't move it until I tell you to. All right. As written. <laughs> They were judged according to what they had done as written in the books. Reagan, do you know that everything you're doing is being recorded right now? So we're afraid of social media. You need to be afraid of eternal media. We're afraid of social media. Oh, don't take no picture of me. Put the camera up high. Come on, put it up high. Don't catch me on the side, catch the front view only. We're afraid of social media. We don't want stuff posted online. We don't want folks to know what we're doing unless we strategically tell them what. Now take a picture. But everything that we're doing is being recorded in eternal media. Look what it says here. I don't care what we do. Nobody saw me do it. Yes, somebody saw you do it. Somebody saw your thought when you were thinking evil about someone. Somebody saw the words that you said, even though you spoke them just to that person. Only thing, everything that I say just to Vanessa, it, listen, it's being recorded in eternal. The internal media is being written down. And I got to stand before God one day for it. Thank God for Jesus. I want everything that I've done, every mistake, every slip up, every fall. I want at the very end of it it to say forgiven. And it's only forgiven because I've submitted to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is my Lord because I make mistakes every single day. But at the end of that line, it says forgiven or covered in the blood. I want to teach my son that. I want to teach my daughter. I want to say, listen, I don't care what you do. I don't care how you slip up and fall. I stand up and say, Lord, forgive me. Help me right now. God, I need your strength. God, I need your strength. So that everything you've done has an end to it. That's not my period. That's not my period. See, I don't want the things that I've done to shame God to be my period. I want the period to come after the word forgiven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Look what it says here. He says this. We will be judged. We were sentenced by what we have done. All of our feelings. You better get over that feeling about somebody. You better get over that feeling about somebody. All of our feelings, all of our acting. Oh, you better let that thing go. I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. You didn't gave away your whole mind all your life. Keep that piece, please. We don't need you to lose no more of your mind. Keep it. <laughs> Catalina on the front row talking about, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, look at this. Our feelings. Our, see, the enemy wants us all in our feelings. This is it. We're children of God all in our feelings. We're children of God all in our feelings. No, I want to be a child of God all in his righteousness. I want to be a child of God all in salvation. I want to be a child of God all in his healing. I want folks to look at me and go, man, you must be healed. I told you that one of the greatest things outside of my wife telling me I look like Denzel. One of the other greatest things. Front row. Out. <laughs> One of the greatest things was I was going through, we were ordering food, real quick version of this, ordering food for somebody. The address was a little weird. The driver was upset. The driver was screaming. The driver was mad. Me and my wife were doing something at the, at the kitchen table or the dining room table and, and, the, and the person was just going off and she knows me. She knows me. I'm a Daily City boy. Don't help. You better watch out. Daily City, then East Palo Alto. You better watch who you talking to. I already told you, I'm 99% saved. That 1% God's still working on. And the guy was, and the guy was just going off on me, going off on me, and going off. I even said, man, I'm so sorry, man. Uh, uh, man, I'll give you a bigger tip. I don't want your money. And my wife is, you know, she's from the city, so she was sitting there like. <laughs> you know, she, can, she, she started doing the robot. It's over. She, <laughs> she's sitting there getting more mad than me. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> If you ever see my wife mad, you don't want to see her mad. She starts speaking a whole nother language. So they're going off and I'm just trying to calm the guy down. Finally, they came out and got the food and the guy was just like, you know, I said, man, I'm so sorry. We hung up and, and my wife looked at me and she says, you're saved. No, no. She said, no, really, 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 you're saved. I heard her tell somebody else that she didn't know my husband really saved because, whoo, the way the guy was talking. Why? Because I'm living in my right mind. I'm not going to let nobody get me all in my feelings. You ain't pulling me out of, of being in my right mind. I don't care what I got to stand in. I'm going to stand there in my right mind. All right. He said, your feelings, your acting, your aims, your endeavors are all being recorded. I got an email from somebody and they said this. I don't know who sent it to me. It was just, hey, we want to introduce you to riches untold. 
All we want you to do is just join this group. I said, no, thank you. We see what you're doing online and we love it. And we think you can help. We can help you get over that next hurdle. What hurdle? I don't see no hurdle. What hurdle are you talking about? I know I'm going to have hurdles, but the Lord Jesus Christ is helping me get over all my hurdles. I didn't listen. I didn't entertain it. I didn't text them back and say, no, thank you. I just delete and block number. Why? Because I'll let nothing separate me from the love of God that is found in Christ Jesus. Why? Because my aim is to please the Lord. Because if I can please God, then everything in my life, God will make sure it's blessed. So my aims, my feelings, my endeavors, in accordance to what what was recorded in the books, that's what we're going to be judged by. Look, I got about less than 10 minutes. Look at this. this, uh, Look at this. He said, what? We're going to be judged by those things. 13 verse, look at this. And the sea delivered up the dead who were in it. Look at this. The sea gave up the dead who were in it. Now, this is important. I want y'all to see this. And death and Hades. Let that sit on you for just a moment. And death and Hades or the realm of the dead. When we die right now, this moment, until this happens in heaven, when we die right now, we either go to the presence of God or the presence of hell. Some call it the state of the disembodied. Others say it's the realm of the dead. We're going to be judged. And when we get judged, it will hear these words, either depart from me, ye worker of iniquity, I don't know you. Or it will say, you've been faithful over a few things. Come on up and I'll make you rule over many. I want everybody sitting here to understand that all of us are going to be judged. Don't listen. Listen, receive it. And don't let nobody tell you, no, I don't know about that. Every one of us are going to come before God from the realm of the dead. Look what it says. Death and Hades surrendered the dead who were in them. Look at that. And they were judged and sentenced every one according to their deeds. There's the judgment seat of Christ and there's a great right throne judgment. There's two, Pastor Randy. Which line are you going to be in? Because you can't try to get into the line that you're not supposed to be in. Those that are in the great white throne judgment are going to hear just one thing. Their, ju- their deeds are going to be judged. And they're going to hear these words, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I don't know you. Those that are in the judgment seat of Christ are going to stand before Jesus. And all of our works that we thought were great on it. Well, I opened this many churches and I did it. You know, I never told you to do none of that. 
It's going to be everything according to what he commanded us to do. He says that's where we're going to be judged. And our crowns are going to be based on doing what you can do a whole bunch of nothing on earth. And it ain't going to count for nothing. Man, I just want to do the two or three things God told me to do. And I want to do them well. And I want to be righteous in his eye so that my crown can reflect. That I stood before him and I did what he told me to do. All the other stuff going to get burnt up. Amen. <laughs> Woo. Woo. All right. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. He says they delivered up their dead, the state of the death, the disembodied experience, surrendered the dead in them. And all were tried according to their deeds, their motives, their aims and their works. Then 14th verse death and Hades, the state of death were thrown into the lake of fire. See, and, and look what it says. And that is the second death. So, so when we die right now, when we die right now, we go to these places, if I can say it like this, where we are waiting our eternal reward. Either life with Christ forever, worshiping around the throne, or eternal damnation. Listen, how many in here? Have you ever been in a house that had mice? Yes. Don't don't act like you just did it like you grew up. Yes. Not I. Yes, you did. Yes. Or maybe it was some roaches. Yes. Some kind of bug. But if you ever lived in a house with mice, you can't sleep well. Yes. Because all night you hear. Yes. It begins to torment you. It's all in your mind. You can see them eating. I can't take it. You're getting everything up off the floor. Why? Because you don't want them crawling on the bed. You're trying to rest. Then the still of the night, you hear. You hear something that drives you crazy. You go to the kitchen. You don't even want to go to the kitchen and turn on the light. Because, because you, the, the people that live there, the roaches that don't pay no rent, <laughs> you turn on the light, they're like, hey, oh, yeah, two o'clock. Hey, good to see you. It's tormenting. Anybody that doesn't like critters and bugs, you're tormented. So you don't even go get nothing to eat. You don't go to the, you like, I'm just going to hold it all night. I ain't going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> If you hear a noise, you're trying to wake somebody up. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear nothing. How many hate that feeling? I think everybody in here would hate that feeling. That's torment. That's agony. If you grew up where there were gunshots all the time, you just, man, you walk around just twitching. You grow up in a place or live in a place where they're breaking into cars all the time and stealing Cadillac converters. You came arrested at night wondering if your car is going to get broken into. If your family's out and you know they're out doing some stuff, you're tormented because you just want them to come home. When they come home, you can finally get some sleep. You ever felt like just anxious? You're trying to rest and you can't get rest. Well, the Bible says that in hell there's eternal agony and torment. 
Now multiply that feeling of mice running around your house while you sleep by millions upon millions upon millions. And that's the agony we're going to live in if we don't choose the Lord. Ah, let, me, let me close this. Go, go to Luke. Go to Luke 16. We're going to pick this back up, but let me close with this. Luke 16. I just love being here. I, sometimes when I'm on the road, I'm just like, Lord, I just want to be at New Hope today. But I praise God for, amen, the places that he has me going to and ministering. I'm blessed by how they're being blessed. Look what it says, Luke 16. And I'm going to start at... Luke 16 and 19. Pastor Randy, this is how I'm going to close. I'm going to close this with this. This is Jesus talking. Somebody had the nerve to tell me the other day. I was at the office and they they said this. They says, well, I want to know if hell is for real. Did Jesus ever talk about hell? I'm not talking about nobody else. So I started sending them all. He says, I want to see it in red. I said, let me just send you some stuff that Jesus said about hell. It is real. There is a lake that burns with fire. Look what it says here. 19. There was a certain rich man who clothed himself habitually in purple and fine linen. Oh, thank you. I sent it to him late. I didn't know if he was going to be able to get. Thank you, Israel. Thank you. All right. He dressed himself in expensive purple and fine linen. Now, I want to say something about this. There ain't nothing wrong with it if Jesus is Lord. God's not calling you to walk around and just, oh, I don't have nothing. I'm broken, poor. I better not buy that. I don't want nobody to say I'm still in the tie. You can ride a bike and they're going to say you and Randy stole the ties. Live the way God told you to live and enjoy it. Look at this. They were dressed in expensive purple and fine linen and celebrated life joyously and with splendor every day. Party over here. Hey. All right. Next verse. Look at the 20 verse. All right. And a poor man. So there was a rich man and there was a poor man named Lazarus who laid at his gate, laid at his gate, and he was covered with sores. Covered with swords. Next verse. Look what it says here. He eagerly longed to eat the crumbs. Some of you are going through life just saying, just God, I just want the crumbs. He eagerly longed to eat the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. And besides laying at the rich man's gate, even the dogs were coming and licking his sword. This is Jesus telling the story. All right. Look, even the dogs were licking his other swords. Now, Now it happened that the poor man died. The one that was at the gate, just longing for the crumbs from the rich man's table that had swords that even the dog licked on. He said, that poor man died and his spirit, look at this, was carried away by the angels to Abraham's bosom or the realm of paradise. Everybody catching this? Yes. Woo, everybody catching this? Look at this. This is good. Woo. Let me come down here. I want to be able to see it like y'all. Look at this. 
Look at this. And the rich man also died and was buried. I'm sure his funeral was great. I'm sure they came and celebrated him. He had the best coffin. He had the, the, the people there celebrating his life. And they talked about all of his good works and how rich he was and how everybody wanted to be a part of his life and how he was on this board and how he was on that board and, and how he was recognized as in Forbes 100. He drove a new car every year. People stood there and says, man, he inspired me to be great. That rich man died. Nobody wanted to be like the poor man who laid at the gate. Tori, nobody want that. You laying at the gate, dogs licking on you. Who want that? But the angels came and carried him away to glory. But the rich man in Hades Go back one. Go back one. You see, we went too fast, man. Come on. All right. But the rich man died and was buried. Next verse. Look what this is. In Hades, the realm of the dead, being torment. Look at this. Being torment. Being torment. Look at this. He looked up and saw Abraham from afar. Look at that. And Lazarus, that rich man that everybody ignored, everybody walked by, but the dogs was in Abraham's bosom in paradise. Don't you ever think, don't you ever think your life ain't worth it. Don't you ever let nobody tell you ain't life worth Man, when this life is over, hallelujah, you're going to be resting in Abraham's bosom on your way to dance in heaven. Look at this, look at this, look at this. Go to the next verse, go to the next verse as I close for the umpteen time. And he cried out. Father Abraham, look what he said. Look what the rich man said. Have mercy on me. Every one of us, every knee will bow. Albert, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Netta, everyone's going to say Jesus is Lord. Look what he says here. Look. Have mercy on me. His money couldn't save him. His cars couldn't drive him away. His, all his accolades and awards, they couldn't help him now. But he cried out to Abraham, can you send that poor man that I ignored all my life? That beggar that I counted for nothing? That man that only the dogs would visit just to lick on his sword? He said, can you get Abraham? So that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. Because I'm in severe agony. I'm not even in the lake of fire yet. I'm in the presence of it. I'm in severe agony in this flame. Next verse. Look what it says here. But Abraham said, son, remember that in your lifetime, you received your good things. You received all the comforts. You received all the delights. And likewise, Lazarus had bad things, all the discomfort and distresses. But now is comforted here in the realm of paradise while you are in severe agony. Next verse. And besides all this, between us, 
and you is a great chasm or a great gulf. I can see what's going on in paradise. And paradise can see what's going on in the realm of the dead. I can see what's going on in agony. And I can see what's going on in paradise as I await my final sentence. He said, this great gulf that is fixed between us will not allow you to come over here, will not allow us to go over there. Even if I said, ladder, go and dip your finger in some cool water and go give it to him, he couldn't get to you because of the gulf that's between us. Look at the next verse. So the rich man said, then Father Abraham, can you do something? Look at the, look what he was concerned about. I beg that you send Lazarus to my father's house. Why? Look at the next verse. For I have five brothers. In order that they may solemnly warn them and witness to them so they, so that they will not come to this place of torment. Last verse. I'll read. And Abraham said, they have the scriptures. Actually, it's two more verses. It said they have the scriptures. They have Moses. They have the prophet. Let them listen to them. Next verse. He replied, no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. They will change their ways and their thinking and see God and his righteousness. This is the last verse, 31. Look what he says. He said to him, if they don't listen to the messages that are in the Bible, they will not even be persuaded by some one who rises from the dead. And this is the condemnation the Bible says as we stand to our feet. This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship. You're invited to worship with them at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 10 a.m. For other service times and more information, see New Hope Christian Fellowship online at nhcfonline.org. That's nhcfonline.org. Join us next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.